Production support comes from Smithville, a locally owned business serving central and southern Indiana since 1922 with residential and business internet, phone, and security services. Smithville, local pride, global technology. Information at smithville.net. Welcome to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Salzberg, editor of the Herald Times, along with Mary Catherine Carmichael. And today we're going to be talking about pets with that same James McNamara that you just heard on Community Minute. He is live (laughs) and here with us in the studio. So if you want to join us on the program today, if you have a question or a comment, you can call us on a different number, 855-0812. And our web well, and you can also pledge, of course, at eight five five zero eight one one or one eight hundred six six two three three one one. But if you want to join the program, eight five five zero eight one two. Mary, okay, Catherine, now yeah, we're going to welcome talk about, back. Like, thank you. We have to talk about first of all. I apologize, my voice is a little rough today. I brought, I was in um, Washington D.C. last week. I happened to be on the metro during the time the show was on, which made it tricky to call in. So I apologize <laughs> for that. But uh, the souvenir I brought back was a nasty little flu, so that's why I sound funny. But anyway. Thanks for that. <laughs> that's another Appreciate another it. story for another time. But I understand that you did a great job of fundraising last week, but that you had a very high goal that you didn't quite make. That's, that's correct. That is correct. And I, and I am attributing that to the fact that neither you nor James were here <laughs> in the studio with me last week. We had wonderful guests. Uh, Helen was here and oh, Don. Oh, wow. That's, we talked yeah, about gardening. Top drawer, top but drawer. I think a lot, most people uh, wanted to talk about gardening instead of pledging their money. Today may be similar. We may have a lot of people that want to talk about pets and Pets Alive and what you do. But uh, we They we, could pledge in honor of their pet or could. in memory of their pet. There that would be go. fantastic. That would be we fantastic. Could do, that would be a neat thing to do today. If you mm-hmm. have a pet that is no longer around, what a lovely way to memorialize your pet. Or in honor of, if they still In are. honor of, That's sure. Right. Well, let's, I want to ask James, though, about Pets Alive because your organization is how old now? Uh, five years five since years the, old. the clinic has been uh, running. Uh, it existed as a, a rescue and uh, adoption outreach uh, organization for about two years before that. And the people involved at the time uh, recognized that the they could uh, work 24-7 and, and often did to try to get uh, animals out of animal shelters. But until uh, there was a concerted effort to stop them from coming into shelters to start with, uh, that's, that's what needed to, to needed happen. Needed to stop the to supply. Keep, just needed to stop the supply. So uh, uh, the, the, fa- uh, the spay-neuter clinic opened in uh, March of 2005, and uh, we've been uh, – Fixing cats and dogs uh, since then, and that's a walk-in or not a walk-in. Well, yeah, I guess you would say it's a walk-in, not like a walk-in clinic, but is a it, it is a stable location. Stable location. Uh, we we use what's called the transport model. Uh, we have three uh, main sets of customers. Uh, we do serve the general public who can call us at eight two four one fix eight two four one fix and make an appointment for a spay neuter surgery. Uh, every day we tra- or four days a week rather we transport uh, cats and dogs from the Bloomington Animal uh, Shelter. So uh, we do about uh, a thousand surgeries a year for a Bloomington uh, Animal Care and Control for the for the city shelter. But the the bulk of our business comes from our transport partners, and we go out uh, every day with a big truck that's heated and air conditioned and pick up uh, animals in uh, 19 different counties in uh, south and central Indiana and bring them back to uh, Pets Alive here in Bloomington to our our clinic for a spay-neuter surgery, Uh, keep them overnight, 
and uh, for recovery and then take them back to the uh, the the next day. So do you uh, just stop at like a central location and people come back and get their pets? Exactly, exactly. Uh, and that some, must be so expensive to cover nineteen counties. Uh, it is is not cheap, uh, <laughs> and uh, we. Uh, that's one uh, way to put it. Yes. That's yes, yes and uh, and again, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm I'm I want to uh, hopefully uh, raise some money uh, this uh, hour for a WFIU Public Broadcasting. <laughs> but like like them, like them, uh, we rely on uh, our donors to s- subsidize the actual full cost of the uh, the operation. Now, the the thousand that you mentioned, um, those are dogs and cats from the from, blo- from, from the, the Bloomington, Bloomington shelter, okay. and that's because uh, they have a a uh, spay neuter before adopt uh, mm-hmm. program, which is uh, very progressive. Uh, we deal with a lot of shelters that wish they were in the position to uh, do what. Uh, uh, Lori Rehnquist is able to do here at the Bloomington Shelter. Um, so uh, not not a, uh, an animal goes out of uh, the Bloomington Shelter unless it's been uh, fixed ahead of time. Let's talk. Let's do that fun math a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you spay and neuter a thousand. What is the projection as far as one cat per year? Or how many times? Well, we we know what they are bi- biologically capable of. Essentially, um, uh, we know that a a cat can uh, have two litters a year. Is capable of having two litters a year with six kittens on average per litter. Uh, a dog, uh, maybe two, two a year, uh, more commonly one a year with uh, um, a, an average of eight puppies uh, per litter. And, of course, those puppies uh, in six months are capable of uh, reproducing uh, their own. So uh, uh, it becomes an incredible uh, uh, pyramid. So it's really, not an exaggeration litters. to say that you've avoided the birth of Hundreds of thousands of unwanted animals. I, I think not. No, I, I think, uh, and uh, I, I, I even get a little more dramatic if you can imagine that, and say <laughs> that uh, uh, I think hundreds of thousands of lives have been saved mm-hmm. of, uh, of of cats and dogs, and uh, it's not always the puppies and kittens too. I think what's uh, uh, more common in animal shelters, most animal shelters, uh, it's easier for them to adopt out puppies and kittens, frankly. Mm-hmm. But what happens is uh, a litter of uh, puppies comes in. It's the, the older dogs in the back that usually get bumped uh, because you've got to make room for the, for the incoming. And uh, knowing that the, uh, the puppies and kittens are, are more adoptable, it's the three-year-olds, the five-year-olds in, in the, uh, that are already there that uh, um, are uh, often the victims. Of, uh, of that traffic coming in the uh, And why is it the three-year-olds and the five-year-olds? Well, just uh, they're not as adoptable. Everybody oh, wants those puppies. Everybody wants those, yeah. those puppies and How'd kids. they get there in the first place? Uh, they're usually... Uh, She's full of questions. Today, well, she, she is indeed, and God love, and God love her full Full. Um, they're either... They're abandoned in one way or another. They're either brought in as strays uh, by uh, an animal control officer that uh, are, are found... Or, uh, wandering loose somewhere, or uh, people uh, just bring them in. Says, hey, say, I, "I can't take care of them here. Here they are. My 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 dog had this litter, and here's uh, here's the seven puppies that it had." Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, James, I, I just wanted to uh, let me remind our listeners. James McNamara is our guest today. It's a special fun drive edition of Noon Edition. James is from Pets Alive. You heard him on here. Many times before on Ask the Mayor when he was Deputy Mayor of Bloomington, I just wanted to ask you kind of about that personal transition from being in government to being in a, you know, a, a, an agency that is trying to help animals. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it, the, I think the, the 
personally, the most dramatic shift is going from government to uh, nonprofit world, which mm-hmm. is a, a world unto itself. Uh, and as uh, tough as things are, and they've gotten worse since I uh, left City Hall for a, a local government as far as uh, their their finances, uh, you at least you kind of start the year usually with a, a fixed uh, budget and you, uh, you know what you have uh, essentially, whereas uh, in nonprofit world, it's much more of a month-to-month, a quarter-to-quarter kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, it all depends on uh, getting that community support uh, nonstop throughout the year uh, to, to just to keep the lights and on. And suddenly office supplies are a very big deal. And suddenly, they, yeah. suddenly <laughs> you know, you're putting, uh, yes, file folders on your uh, wish list for donations yeah. and so, things like that. Sometimes I get lucky. I, I had no idea that would lead into, you know, why we're here, the fundraising efforts. For, <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar. It's very yeah, similar, isn't right. it? it yeah. yeah, it is about covering those costs. And if you want quality programming uh, as in, in public broadcasting, you, you've, you've got to be, uh, have the resources to be able to uh, acquire that. Yeah, well, we you hope know, that you might be uniquely positioned to talk about this aspect of things as things have changed in Washington. Um, my concern is for the future of public radio uh, based on some of those changes in Congress. How realistic do you think that is as an avid follower of all things political? Uh, I'm, I'm um, very frightened by the, the, the support of or lack thereof of, uh, that, I, that I read about uh, coming for public broadcasting. Uh, and it just takes a, a, a little incident of one sort of a – uh, another involving well, we're all familiar with uh, some of the recent incidents, but then that just uh, has people lining up at microphones saying, you know, cut their funding because of, uh, we don't uh, agree with what's being uh, said. No. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I, I, you know, we're doing double duty today. We're we're also taking people's questions about um, <clears throat> about spaying, neutering, about pets, about animals. We can talk about animals. Mary Catherine, James, and I can talk about animals all day. We love us some animals. We do love us some animals. I can tell you we can talk about that all day. And if you want to talk with us about that, please call 855-0812 today, 855-0812. But right now we're going to send it back to Yael and David, who are going to talk a little bit about the fun drive. Hey, thank you, David. Thank you, Yael. We uh, appreciate all your help in raising money. And we also want to thank Margaret and oh, Randy and, and Randy Jennifer. Randy and Jennifer. Thanks, and Jennifer. guys. That's fantastic. Randy and Jennifer always call during this program, except for last week when you weren't here. They waited well, for you. Hmm. What can <laughs> I say? Which was great. I have a following. <laughs> We're happy about that. <laughs> thanks, guys. And their cats are featured uh, in this year's. Uh, We're the Pets of the Month in February in the Pets Alive uh, photo. They're very cute. Yeah, cute and adorable. From the Bloomington Shelter. I wanted to mention uh, our producers because we've had some great producers. Dan, of course, Dan Goldblatt is Mm -hmm. here. Uh, Ariana, who just left us. Ariana Prothero and Catherine Hegeman, who was before that. And Nicole Brooks, who now works at the HT. She's a Mm -hmm. reporter at the HT. Uh, And also Nicole Beamsterboer. Remember her? That's right. I sure do. You know, on uh, Friday mornings, you can hear... um, you, you, you can hear uh, Steve Inskeep talk about uh, Nicole Beamsterboer being one of the producers of yep. Morning Edition now. And she wow. started on Noon Edition. Wow. Yep. So, uh, you know, maybe there's hope for we us. We raise yeah. them, no, send no, them out no, in the no, world. No, they right. do good. You do know. they write? No. They, no, 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 they no, never no, write. No, they never come. No, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's a program we've enjoyed doing for a long time. We thank, we thank our listeners as well. Now, you yeah. had a 
a pet comment you want well, to Well, no, no, but I just, you know, I, as, I, as I said, I've been sick this week, so I've been in bed and I've been doing a lot of reading, and I, of course, you know, hang on every word of the Bloomington Herald Times. Who doesn't? Yeah, thank and you, James. one of the things that I read about with great disdain and dismay was a story today, although I guess it could have been worse because there was at least intervention, a story of a man who had uh, locally two puppies um, and was turned in by a family member for being abusive to these puppies, had them weighed down with great heavy chains and, um, I guess, was doing other unpleasant things that I don't even want to talk about. But uh, anyway, um, does your – what kind of relationship – or first of all, I I know you're you're kind of an expert in this whole area. So does your organization (laughs) get involved in anything like that? Do you then jump in and say, let's say that person – gets those animals back, are, are, do they have to be spayed and neutered, or, or what, what happens in a situation uh, uh, like that? Well, in that particular case, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'll give, you, I'll give you an example, though. It was when uh, Monroe County Humane was very involved in uh, uh, a, an animal hoarding case in Greene County uh, where— uh, Was that last summer? Last, uh, yeah, it was August. Yeah. And uh, uh, there were uh, over 70 uh, dogs being kept in a, on a single lot with a, a single— uh, double wide trailer, um, and uh, Monroe County Humane uh, really busted it to uh, find homes for uh, the vast majority of those uh, of those animals. And I know the city was uh, instrumental in, in providing uh, temporary spaces for them, and um, and, uh, and an awful lot of people chipped in on that. Uh, uh, Pets Alive role was that they were allowed to retain some some of the uh, cats and dogs and. Uh, we made sure all those uh, cats and dogs were uh, fixed and uh, and treated, uh, heartworm uh, mm-hmm. and uh, flea and tick and and so forth. So that was really a, an, an an effort of uh, very many organizations. Uh, a lot but, of partnering. Uh, a yeah. lot of partnering going on uh, in in that in that hey, kind of case. James, you may remember this, and, and if I've got this wrong. Feel free to tell me. You've told me before when I've been wrong, so well. feel free. Uh, but uh, my recollection of that case is that it, it really brought together a lot of issues in the in the animal care and control world because mm-hmm. the folks who did have all those animals out there weren't like the hoarders that you'd see on television. Right. They were people who loved animals, were trying to create a little kind of shelter out there, and then people kept dropping animals off. Right. So they were just – Eventually overwhelmed. Wow. It was a, it was a very complex situation, and uh, and we actually got to know uh, the uh, the uh, the owners, the guardians, uh, over the course of a, a week or so of uh, fixing uh, uh, their their dogs, and it, it and it wasn't a simple uh, good evil kind of thing. These these two people clearly loved these dogs. They knew when they could give you the birth date of every one of them, uh, could tell you uh, everything you want about. Wanted to know about them, and you and you're exactly right. I think uh, they were being uh, they were uh, accepting strays that would have uh, just uh, uh, starved to death uh, otherwise, and uh, um, trying to uh, do what they could to uh, make up for what, what some would characterize as a uh, uh, less than ideal animal control situation in in that county. Mm-hmm. All right, our phone number if you want to talk to us today eight five five zero eight one one us. Involves Mary Catherine, myself, and James McNamara from Pets Alive. So we're uh, here talking about animals and pets. Usually, a program that gets us lots of calls from people um, mm-hmm. who, you know, and, and and the whole theme of today's show really is responsible pet ownership, and and uh, that's what we're all about, right? That's what 
pets alive is all about. That's what we're all about. And, of course, uh, uh, we, we believe that uh, fixing your pets is a, a major part of that. Now, we do, we do know that there's an awful lot of people who uh, want to do that. But, again, uh, finances is, is, is the only thing that uh, stops. We, we, we encourage everyone to see their vet and fix their pet. Let's, right. let's be clear about that. Uh, we're, do we're you not have to interested. provide income verification for your services? We don't. We don't. Uh, we're interest, not we're interested in making it as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, we don't want to put up any hurdle whatsoever. Right. So if somebody who could, other under circumstances, afford a full service vet, come to us, we're, we're not we're not going to question uh, that. We're gonna, we we, we want to get it done first. But that's uh, great. But what happens if people are because especially, and I think of this in terms of this difficult economy. I know people are often having are sometimes having to give up their pets because they have to choose between feeding their children and their animals. You know, they're going to feed mm-hmm. their children. Um, is there any program that you're aware of that helps people if they need help, just even on at least a short term basis, feeding their pets? Uh, the, I know the Bloomington Shelter for uh, Monroe County residents uh, uh, has a uh, has a food bank, and uh, you can go to uh, them. Uh, there, there is some. Uh, I'm not sure there's income verification, but they they want a little information mm-hmm. about uh, where you're from, and for example, are your are your cats and dogs fixed uh, mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. they. Uh, uh, give it away. So there's uh, there's some conditions uh, attached to that, uh, but uh, they 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 do make food uh, available to, uh, for people who in Monroe County residents who could not afford it. And then you have this whole uh, f- uh, foreclosure uh, pet mm-hmm. phenomenon. Oh, where people are losing their homes. People are losing their homes, and uh, what's uh, uh, left behind very often are, are uh, cats and dogs in these homes oh when 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 they uh, when they leave them. So. Uh, it's uh, this economy has definitely had a very direct uh, negative impact on uh, cats and dogs as well as the the uh, the hurt it's it's causing everybody. You know, I mentioned our uh, our great producers. Dan actually pointed out to me that my old, old habits die hard. I've been saying eight five five zero eight one one for twelve years or so, and I said it again. <laughs> even though today that's a number to call to pledge, which we which, hope which you we do. Hope you do. Which everybody who uh, loves you know cats and dogs right. really should. But I if you, bet if you wanted to pledge first and then talk, and then to, then us, talk to us, we could do. We, we could, could work make that, that out. work. That's yes, right. But if you uh, want to talk to us, the number is eight five five zero eight one two today. So eight five five zero eight one one to pledge or one eight hundred six six two three three one one, the number to talk to us eight five five zero eight one two. James, you've seen a lot of uh, you know animal care um, and control issues from around. I mean, you know a lot about the world, the greater world. <laughs> I'm worldly. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Uh, I mean, you mentioned that Green, Green <laughs> but County, not weary. Right? <laughs> but not weary. Green County doesn't have yeah. perhaps the same. Um, regulations and controls right. and support in place that Monroe County does. I mean, how how um, realistic or or how how un, how common or uncommon is for a community like like Monroe County where we have all sorts of options? I mean, there really is very little excuse for somebody to not understand what it takes to be a responsible pet owner mm-hmm. and not to have the support in place to help them to do that mm-hmm. in Monroe County. But how unique is that? Well, I think uh, the the key, the most unique aspect of it, uh, not no, I'm sorry, unique is you can't <laughs> right. modify unique. <laughs> That's correct. Um, 
where, love you for saying <laughs> that, by the way. <laughs> where, where Monroe County is different than all the counties surrounding us is that its animal shelter is owned and operated by a unit of government, uh, in this case, the city of Bloomington. That means it's accountable to elected officials, and that is completely different than the situation we have in every county uh, adjacent to here, where uh, the shelters are run by nonprofit uh, organizations. Uh, sometimes that works. Uh, Brown County's got it together. Um, Lawrence County at, with the White River Shelter has a lot of community support there. But in other counties, it doesn't work. And uh, in Green and Owen in particular, what you see as a result of that is that Bloomington Shelter ends up uh, taking care of a lot of the animals that are uh, abandoned uh, by people who are residents of either um, o- Owen uh, or, or Green County. And uh, I, th- I think there's there's going to be some legislation coming forward this weekend before the uh, Bloomington City Council that tries to uh, get a grip on that a little, um, because that uh, at how the do blo- you you uh, well I'll tell you how it's done in and uh, Lawrence and Brown counties is that they do not uh, accept animals that do not come from residents of those counties. Um, I haven't seen the the last draft of the legislation. It's coming to the Bloomington Council this weekend, but. I think there will be um, a fee, perhaps, for out-of-county residents. It may depend on uh, a wait list. may depend on uh, how uh, much space, if any, the Bloomington Shelter has at any given time. But uh, for, for a long, long time, uh, the Bloomington Shelter has, has been a pure open admission uh, shelter, which means anybody could bring, from anywhere, could bring uh, a stray or a relinquished animal to that shelter. And that means their staff... Uh, ends up taking care of those animals. That means uh, the taxpayers of uh, the city of Bloomington and Monroe County end up uh, funding uh, all that. Um, and again, I, I think at the heart of that issue is because the, the shelters in the adjacent counties uh, are not accountable to mm-hmm. uh, um, elected officials. What is the arrangement between the city and the county as far as funding goes? Uh, in Monroe County? Uh-huh. It's a, it's an interlocal agreement. That, too, is uh, up on uh, the council agenda uh, this weekend. I went to the, the Monroe County budget hearings uh, in August uh, to observe what was going uh, on with regard to funding. Uh, the county council uh, cut the funding uh, to the city of Bloomington Shelter by uh, $25,000, um, about uh, 10% of the total agreement at that time. My understanding is that maybe they've worked it out, uh, taking some money from uh, some other uh, uh, funds that uh, um, had were suddenly uh, became available. Uh, I read, read in Bob's paper that uh, the county is, has told Ellettsville that uh, we're not going to su- what they called subsidize uh, your uh, your uh, uh, animal control uh, operation, um, which frankly. On a personal level, I don't get, uh, only because it seems to me Ellettsville is in Monroe County. Uh, Last time I checked. Ellettsville taxpayers are uh, county taxpayers, too, but much like the city taxpayers. The city of Bloomington taxpayers Mm -hmm. are taxpayers, too. So uh, as is uh, more than uh, occasionally the case, uh, city of Bloomington uh, taxpayers kind of get the double hit uh, by by funding, first of all, the— the operations of uh, the the Bloomington Shelter, and then funding in part uh, the um, uh, the amount of money that's uh, um, contributed to them by Monroe County government. But you know all these conflicts among people, 
at different mm-hmm. levels of government and different borders of counties. All these conflicts are going to do is create more and more problems for animals for and cats animal and dogs. control. Right, right. No, yeah. that's that. That's exactly it. And uh, um, you know, the the, the stray do- dog doesn't uh, care what side of uh, the county right. line uh, they're on. Um, but in the final analysis, it's uh, it, and I'll, I'll throw this in. This happens to be a National Animal Shelter Appreciation Week. But <laughs> those are uh, those are the real heroes of uh, animal welfare, as far as I'm concerned. Or the are the people who uh, work at our shelter because it all comes down to them eventually. And uh, and I, while I, I and I don't mean to in any way disparage the people who work at shelters in uh, in uh, Owen County or or, or Green County, um, but the the fact of the matter is is that they're overwhelmed with uh, what they have going on. Um, and it's it's the Bloomington shelter that's picking up a lot of that slack. I think you have to be kind of a special person to work in a shelter. Because Indeed you, see, you do. You know, you Indeed have to you love do. animals, first of all, mm-hmm. but then you see them in all sorts of, uh, of situations of distress and, mm-hmm. and, you know, try as we might and wish as we might. There's never going to be a no-kill shelter. I, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say never. But it's gonna. It's highly unlikely. Well, hey, Mister Glass Half Empty. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, that will, yeah, it's, it's unlikely well. that we'll see a no-kill shelter just because some dogs that come in just they can't be uh, rehabilitated. rehabilitated and right. And 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 the 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 qualification that frequently comes in in this context is for room. Are we killing cats and dogs just for space or or for room? Um, and but you can't at this stage of the game. And someday. Uh, and I think that's uh, Mary Catherine's vision and probably the vision of all the, the listeners here at WFIU, uh, that, that that never happens. Uh, but uh, if, um, if, you, if today you call yourself a, a no-kill shelter, essentially what you're saying is somebody else kills. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, mm-hmm. that somebody else right. will have to do that. Or if you're going to keep an animal in that shelter uh, forever, regardless of uh, um, their adoptability or uh, – how soon they're adopted, um, then, then you're warehousing animals, essentially. Uh, um, people sometimes call that a slow-kill shelter mm-hmm. if you're confining somebody to a kennel for a long period yeah. of time. So we hope that uh, we hope that people will recognize that and go to the shelter. It's also, uh, isn't it Adopt-A-Senior animal? Adopt-A-senior Pet, Pet Month, month and yeah. uh, Pets Live is co-sponsoring that with uh, the city of Bloomington uh, shelter and uh, to uh, reduce the adoption fee for uh, uh, ten down to ten dollars. You can adopt a, a cat or dog that will uh, already have been spayed uh, or neutered. Already been spayed and neutered. Had all its shots and uh, um, ready to come home. Re- ready to come home. And home and you? senior dogs are. Uh, I can only speak for the dogs, but I assume it's the same for the cats. Senior dogs are where it's at. Uh, they they are. Uh, <laughs> They are they are wonderful animals. I adopted a senior cat. There you go. Lover. There you go. Crazy daughter. Okay, uh, and they are the lowest priority though when people come in looking for adopt. Very often, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when the average person comes into a shelter, they're you often looking for young and frisky. All right, you're listening to Noon Edition. It's our special one of our one of our special uh, fun drive week programs. We're talking about one of our favorite topics. Pets and animals. James McNamara is here. Here is here. One of our favorite guests. Pets and the animals oh, who love, love them. Yeah, James. Pets and the what? Pets and the animals, the animals who, who love them. Right. I like that. <laughs> but you we can use like that. that. But we need some. We need some help. We need. We some need some love. As we well. do. Yeah. We need some love. Green and love. Uh, we're going to turn it back over to Yael and David so they can encourage you to help us help the animals and help WFIU and help ourselves so we can stay on the air and be here Friday after Friday for many years to come. Yael, David.
This is Noon Edition on WFIU. Production support comes from Smithville. Information at smithville.net. You can take WFIU programs with you by downloading our podcast directly to your computer, iPod, or portable player. Programs like Noon Edition, Ask the Mayor, and Harmonia, or short features like Kinsey Confidential, The Ether Game, Musical Mini Quiz, as well as play and opera reviews are all available on demand. Find out more at WFIU.org. And have you heard WFIU's news features? On Fridays, the WFIU news team brings you expanded and in-depth reports on topics affecting South Central Indiana. Listen at 11.33 a.m., 11.55 a.m., and 5.45 p.m. to catch that day's feature. They're also archived on our website, WFIU.org. Welcome back to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Zaltzberg, along with Mary Catherine Carmichael, and we're here in the <laughs> Thanks, Bob. studio. Well, I don't know what number our studio is today. We're in a different two. studio. Studio three. No, we're in studio 54, two. Fifty-four, I thought. No, right. no. Studio, studio fifty-four. That was twenty-five years that's, ago. <laughs> that's where James likes to hang out. Studio fifty-four. Uh, you can join the program, ask questions about uh, animals if you'd like, uh, or give us just some comments about your yeah. animals, your young fur- furries or your older furries. Eight five five zero eight one two. Or you can pledge, as some of our our friends and colleagues have pledged. Mary Catherine, thank you for the pledge. Oh, of course. And, you know, I I was especially pleased to hear that Pumpkin the Cat was involved in some pledging. So that I love to hear that. Great. Hey, I really liked what Charlotte Zitlow had to say. Uh, They played some comments from her, of course, during that break. And I thought that um, her points were so good. And, you know, Charlotte is just such an icon in Bloomington. And she's been on the show. We've been lucky enough to have her on the show speaking to a variety of topics um, over the years. But not only does the station give us so much local information, it's commercial free. You know, right. it's not one of those things where you have to shift your brain into neutral for a few minutes while you suffer through some stuff that really you'd rather just not exactly. hear. So, exactly. um, you know, does it require... Um, does it require us to make a personal commitment, um, a financial commitment? Yes, of course it does, but it's one certainly my family feels is worthwhile. And I just hope other people will take advantage of this opportunity, too. And also know that if Noon Edition has been a show that has um, you know, brought you some information that you found useful or interesting or you know, maybe we gave you a smile somewhere uh, along the way the, during the past year, um, you know, a pledge would be very much appreciated. They do look um, to see how much our program raises every year as far as uh, keeping us here on the station. So uh, your, your dollars are also a vote of support for us. So we appreciate that. We do appreciate that. And uh, I want to say thank you to Mary Catherine for pledging. I did pledge last week. I'm sure you It did. was not an animal week, so I get the opportunity – to have a memorial pledge to Lola, oh, our good. sweet little dog who died Lola. 12 days ago. It was very 12 sad. days ago. Yes, Lola. How old was Lola? Sad. She was only eight. Too. Pancreatitis. Wow. Yeah, very sad. Very wow. sad. Anyway, we're going to go to the phones, and uh, we have a phone call from Valerie. Valerie? Yeah, hi. Hi, Valerie. Um, hi, Valerie. I have a comment. Uh, I grew up, was born and grew up in Bloomington, and uh, have lived in Owen County for over 30 years, so I'm I'm well aware of the economic differences and also the differences in, I guess, what you'd call social conscience and responsibility and all that. And first, I'm sure you're aware that, you know, for years there was absolutely no animal control, animal shelter in Owen County. And fairly recently there have been a, a, you know, core of very devoted people trying to establish some, you know, an animal shelter and all that in Owen County. And um, unfortunately, you know, many people here don't think that that's a high priority. Anyway, my point is, you know, I fully understand that 
whoever makes these decisions, the county council, the county commissioners about funding, that they're answerable to voters who are residents of Monroe County and pay property taxes and all that. But one point I would like to make is that um, I don't know what the statistics are, but a, a fairly large number, I think it would be safe to say, of residents in surrounding counties, especially Owen County, I'm aware of, and some of the other counties like Greene County that that don't have their act together in terms of animal control, um, do a great bulk of their shopping in Monroe County and Bloomington and spend a lot of money in Monroe County and Bloomington. And I think that it would be good if people do remember that even though we don't pay taxes in Monroe County, that we do support the economy of Monroe County in a fairly significant way. So hopefully when they decide to penalize or fine or cut residents of surrounding counties out of the animal shelter services, so keep that in mind, because I, I do think that is important to remember. So that's my comment. All right, Valerie. That's a Thanks, very, Valerie. very good comment. You always bring us a, a different viewpoint, and I appreciate that. I do Thank appreciate you. that. All right, Valerie. Thanks a lot for the call. 855-0812 if you want to talk to James McNamara or Mary Catherine or myself today about Pets and Pets Alive, the, uh, the uh, organization that James works for. If you want to pledge and support uh, Noon Edition, Eight five five zero eight one one or one eight hundred six six two three three one one or wfiu dot org if you want to make an online pledge. Okay, so I mentioned I've been spending a lot of time reading the past week, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I uh, I notice I always notice in the paper that there are um, ads for puppies uh, for mm-hmm. sale. Kind of the fancier breeds are for sale, and then the Heinz fifty seven varieties are usually uh, free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please, free please to say. a good home. Yeah, right. free to a good home. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your opinion of the the people who are selling the uh, fancier breeds in, in the paper, and what's your experience been with that situation? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I do believe – I'll begin by saying I do believe there is such a thing as a, a responsible breeder, uh, that that they exist and that there are some in, uh, in Monroe County uh, who limit the uh, number of litters uh, that are bred that uh, – make sure they have uh, good homes lined up for each of them that uh, interview, actually, uh, these uh, people who will be adopting uh, their, uh, the, the, the pets or uh, buying, getting the pets that they raise. But I think the vast majority of the uh, people who are uh, breeding dogs for, for, for sale are not responsible breeders. And I think uh, that um, many, many of those uh, uh, end up in in shelters as as a result of that and mm. <laughs> <laughs> and i and, I, and I, I can i can go on but um i i i think that that is ir- the the common term in animal welfare is backyard breeders uh that there is uh, a lot of people who think that they can uh, uh, make some quick money um breeding um breeding cats and dogs. Well, it's usually dogs. Let's mm-hmm. face it. It's mm-hmm. usually dogs. Uh, and really, the, it, if, uh, if you're doing it right, if you're doing it responsibly, uh, it is, is not a, a, a money-making enterprise. It takes a, a, a vast amount of care of an, and expenditures to uh, raise a, uh, or to, uh, to breed animals in a responsible fashion. So, and I'm, I'm personally of the belief that that's not what's happening in most of the, the cases we see in the uh, classified ads or mm-hmm. Craigslist or, or not Craigslist, uh, eBay classifieds or these other sort of free cycle even. Um, you, people are uh, frequently selling or uh, giving uh, giving away uh, pets. Mm-hmm. 
And we uh, actually often turn down pet ads from people that we know are not responsible breeders. So. With some history, that's how you learn. Really? That's fantastic. Wow. That's great. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we are going to turn it back to Yael and David. We want to check in and see how we're doing here. Yeah, how are we in doing? Our, in our hour. We're about... Can, uh, has Bob redeemed himself right from our, last week when our, the goal wasn't met? Oh, now sorry, Bob. Out. That yeah. was cruel. Our hour is about uh, over, but I'm sure that we're going to stick around here for uh, a little longer because we want to make sure that we, we aren't leaving until we make the goal this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we're going to check in with Yael and David. Back to you folks. Thank you, David. Thank you, Yael. I, I have to say, Mary Catherine, last week when you weren't here, I mentioned that Alec Baldwin piece and how he has no idea what he's talking about because <laughs> those buxom young starlets, you know. He I'm looking at one right yeah, that's now. Yeah, right. He doesn't know that you come in every Thank Friday. And God, then if you radio. wouldn't know, I, gotta, I hope Yael's listening because the very first mm-hmm. caller after that said, well, Mary Catherine, yeah, but how about that Yael Cassander? Yeah. You know? So we've got them both in here today. That's and right. And, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin just has no idea what he's talking about. But we hope that people will support Noon Edition because we're we're happy about that. And we're happy about these incentives. And I've got an incentive to tell people. If they they want to make it to performance today soon, they better start calling because we're going to sit here until we make make our goal. It wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) No, we have a track record of just sitting it out. So, you know, really our day jobs, we're not that popular. So we're happy to stay here. That's right. Do you have a comment? I do have a comment. I I just, well, one quick other thing I wanted Uh to mention, which is it occurred to me that, you know, just as we have an obligation to our pets Mm -hmm. to pay for them because, you know, to pay to take care of them and and make sure that they stay healthy and have the best life they can have, I think that if we enjoy public radio, we have an obligation to that as well. You know, we pay for other forms of communication in our life. We pay for cable television or Mm -hmm. some of us have Sirius XM radio or that sort of Mm -hmm. thing, and we certainly pony up for that. It only makes sense, and it's only the morally right thing to do that if you enjoy this radio station, that you would also um, pony up for this. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it just it just makes sense. Preach, sisters. Yeah, I'm right. telling. No, it's good. It's All right. Well, here we go. Here's a um, um, little comment that came in, and I want to thank them for sending in. It says, uh, I donate to Pets Alive through the little donation cans at various stores. I know of a few people who have rescued a stray cat or dog and want to get them spayed but don't have the funds available yet. Does Pets Alive have any, have, <clears throat> pardon me, have any programs whereby the fees can be waived if someone really cannot afford them? If so, is there a special way for the rest of a, uh, rest of us to donate to such a community fund? Also, could you mention Sweet Repeats, the consignment store, I could whose indeed. proceeds <laughs> go to Pets Alive? That seems to be another good way for the rest of us to help out with Pets Alive. Thanks so much for all the wonderful help, Pets Alive. Well, thank you very much. Yes, Sweet Repeats is the uh, the thrift store uh, that's uh, located in the. Uh, Walnut Park Plaza on South Walnut, across uh, Walnut Street from uh, TNT Pet Supply and uh, the IU Credit Union, and all the proceeds uh, at, from the Sweet Repeats uh, uh, shop uh, uh, go to uh, further subsidized uh, spay neuter uh, uh, surgeries. Uh, and yes, uh, so any uh, I encourage people to drop by there, and uh, you're, you're always going to find something there that uh, that'll that, that'll catch your eye. Um, the uh, how we personally or how Pets Alive uh, tends to uh, try to accommodate those people are more through uh, uh, the uh, uh, seasonal price promotions, uh, where uh, at, for a given period of time we may we may be able to do a, 
a, a fee reduction. Uh, but again, our costs are such that uh, there's only so low uh, we can go uh, on a lot of those. Uh, Monroe County Humane Society uh, has a, uh, a SNAP, I believe, is the name of, of the voucher correct. program. And uh, I know uh, Bob here program, is on right? their uh, uh, advisory uh, advisory board. Uh, and that fund, uh, I can tell you, uh, could use some help right now, uh, I believe, uh, um, they've they've done such a good job of distributing the uh, the funds that uh, they're pretty short at this time of uh, uh, year. So that that's another way that people can uh, help uh, everybody uh, uh, spay neuter their their pets. You know what? I have a feeling if someone really finds themselves in this situation, uh, somehow or another. Somebody sitting in this room or listening <laughs> is going right. to find a way to help them. So right. I would, wouldn't you encourage them to take the risk and make the phone call and, and you <laughs> I, know, at I, least get the ball rolling? I, if I, you're I, in that I situation. would, and, I would indeed. And, and, and of course, we uh, we are grateful to uh, everybody who uh, to who rescues uh, cats and dogs in uh, in uh, untenable, uh, otherwise untenable uh, situations. Okay, oh, you do get more okay. than you give. There are um, lots and lots of organizations in town that do – I won't say lots and lots, but there are several organizations in, in the community that do help uh, people who have animals to be a responsible pet owner. I mean, um, Monroe County Humane Association has been here for, I think, more than 50 years. And, of course, the, the shelter, they have lots of very knowledgeable people out there. Pets Alive is an amazing story because it really was started by some individuals that just saw a need, and mm-hmm. that was five years ago, and it has grown into a, a remarkable organization. Well, I think it's part of the culture of this community that it's not okay not to be good to an animal. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, you know, sometimes we, you know, make fun of ourselves for uh, our very strong reactions when we hear about um, animals who have been abused. Um, and yet I think that's one of the nicest thing about our community is that we absolutely will not tolerate that. If we know about it, we're going to do everything we can to stop it. So mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, that's just another nice thing about this community. Mm-hmm. It, it makes me proud to live here. And it's, uh, I'm, and watch me bring this home, uh, it's it's very similar <laughs> to the uh, the aspect of community character that we all cherish, uh, but but also is related to having a thriving public uh, broadcasting uh, a station mm-hmm. here in the community. Uh, I can't. I personally, on a personal level, cannot imagine uh, a, a, a world without WFIU mm-hmm. uh, in my life. Uh, it's uh, it's part of what. It's like it's, another pet. It's well, like <laughs> another pet, and and I realize that the 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 market now is well beyond Monroe County and in, uh, in Bloomington. But mm-hmm. for me, uh, it's a uh, uh, a key part of uh, living here. Well, and I think that as we as we go into what could, I think, easily be described as uncertain political times in regard to public radio funding, I think that one of the nicest things we can do as listeners is um, fully fund this fund drive because that, that puts them going into what I assume are, could, again, potentially be difficult times um, in, in good health. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, any time you're going to, for lack of a, a better analogy, go into battle, you really need to um, be healthy as you go in. So, uh, you know, let's let's fully fund this. We're looking for $120 to, fill, to uh, fulfill our goal today. So um, please pick up the phone and uh, give us a call and support us. We'd really like to hear from you. All right. And you know what? They, what? I think they took our threat to kind of squat in the studio seriously because they're giving us a hook. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think we might have made the goal. We're going to go back to uh, – we're, we're, I, w- I want to thank – before we go oh, back to Yael you, and David, no. I want to thank James. And James, of course, you'll come back sometime. I we'll hope so. We'll have a full Anytime. hour where we don't have to raise money. We just talk about animals and take lots of phone uh, calls. Ra- raising money was part of the fun today. was so. part of the fun. Thanks. It's always fun. It's always fun to have you here and Mary Catherine. Great to be it's back, Bob. Fun. Thanks Great for to be coming with you. for me last and week. And we're going to turn it back over to – thank you. Thanks to everybody who called in today. And oh, thanks yes. to everybody thanks. who pledged. And you know what? To everybody who listens to Noon Edition, we don't often have an opportunity to just thank you for listening. I, mm-hmm. I, it means so much to me when we're out and about in the world to uh, have someone come up to me and say, oh, I listened to the program. And yeah. um, that's that's really important. Cool. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's a, it, it is cool. Mm-hmm. I, and uh, so thank you. If I, I Obviously, I, I don't get to meet everybody who listens, or maybe I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, and thank you she's rocked them all. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And we're going to turn it back to Yael and David and find out how we did. Yael, David? Noon Edition is a production of WFIU and the Herald Times. A podcast of this and other WFIU programs is available at WFIU.org. Production support comes from Smithville, a locally owned business serving central and southern Indiana since 1922 with residential and business internet, voice, and security services. Smithville, local pride, global technology. Information at smithville.net.